The season, the football season, is in full swing. A lot like golf, but fun to watch. And the action is still unfolding, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now, because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain, like clouds. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State, bet $1 on them and cash $100 if they win. That's $1 to $100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older. Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. Nothing will ever go right for the Dallas Cowboys until Johnson and Johnson invents a no more tears Tabasco sauce, Perna. <laughs> no more tears. Something that won't be happening anytime soon for Cowboys fans. Today, I am discussing the Broncos' plunge back into the lagoon of football failures and the Bears-Rams game, but sometimes something so divine happens it takes the lead. First, it was Dak's ankle, then Andy Dalton's brain, and now the Cowboys are dealing with a very serious Tabasco in the eye injury to defensive coordinator Mike Nolan. Hey, Nolan, when Mike McCarthy says to spice things up, this is not what he meant. Just had some Tabasco on my finger and it went in my eye. That wasn't good. Oh, never good. It's terrible. Jeez, I'm sorry. He, of course, was referring to his second lunch you're supposed to be serving him, in addition to not coaching a defense. This had Tabasco trending on Monday night on Twitter, and with corporate sponsorships taking over stadium names, I think team names are next. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Dallas Tabasco Boys. Yes. I can wordplay, but can Drew Locke play quarterback? Whew, that's good sports. Boo-boo! Please subscribe here. Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know I've got an exciting thing coming down the pipe. The coffee pipe. What? Do you like coffee? Mmm, I do. Don't know how to drink it, but I like it. And soon, I might be dropping my very own coffee brand. 
So just get ready. Okay, start with my Broncos. The Denver Broncos season is that part of the friend song that says it hasn't been your day. But it's on fucking repeat, and all we get to do is watch a shot of Ross over and over and over again. Please, Joey, do not ask how we doing here in Denver. Drew Locke had a horrific outing against the Chiefs. Denver gave up a kickoff for a touchdown. McManus missed a PAT, which is when we should have realized the Broncos were doomed. When the gooch is tight, all hell breaks loose. Pat Shermer has turned Drew Locke into Baker Mayfield on a bad day, and Melvin Gordon can't do the simple things like wrap up the football before contact or pitch it. He can't pitch the ball. And if all that wasn't bad enough, the one offensive player who showed up Sunday, Philip Lindsay, was knocked out of the game with a concussion by a guy named Dirty Danchez. Did I miss anything? Oh, yes I did. Andy Reid outcoached the Broncos for like the 10th straight time. This is Andy Reid every time he plays the Broncos. Since he's getting so fucking bored pummeling the Mile High team, he decided to coach this game, the entire game, with a challenge flag shoved up his nostrils. He literally used the challenge flag to give himself a challenge on Sunday. And if you're that bored, Andy, why not try the Tabasco Boys challenge? Next weekend, coach the entire game by dropping a Tabasco drop in your eye once every quarter. That's a reach, I know. Andy Reid would never make a mistake with food like Mike Nolan did. Why are guys named Mike that are coaches always fucking up one of their eyes? Okay, now that I got that off my chest, like Odell Beckham Jr. was just visiting for the weekend, let me give you some real football evaluations. I waited until Tuesday to post this video because I wanted to watch a couple things on the All-22 Coaches film. And after reviewing that, I can confirm you, Chad Henney, need to settle the hell down. You did nothing to win this game, but you walk into the end zone in garbage time and celebrate like you're king shit, like you're the some kind of Matt Moore. Matt Moore actually beat the Broncos in a backup role and showed more respect for my personal feelings than you. What a Chad. Drew Locke uh, wanted to be Darth Vader in this game. Turns out he was more like Lord Dark Helmet getting punched in the face just by showing up like real-life Rick Moranis, who of course played Lord Dark Helmet. Sometimes I have to explain jokes because I'm not that good at writing them. The most exciting play the Broncos made in this game occurred before the clock even started. Here's wide receiver KJ Hamler deciding to warm up in the snow shirtless. Oh, that is fun. I was really hoping his chest was covered with an abundance of hair just a massive amount of chest hair so I could give him the nickname Black Forest Hamler. You want some more bad news Broncos fans? Well, nose tackle Mike Purcell done for the season with a Liz Franck injury. Liz Franck continues to be the world's shittiest wine, even worse than prison wine. Is that not bad enough? Okay, what if I told you Vance Joseph, even though he's no longer coaching the Broncos, is still handing them L's. He picked Devontae Bosby off of waivers after the Broncos, like true idiots, released him to make room for AJ Boye, which on the surface sounds fine until you realize Bosby was arguably the third or fourth best corner on the team as they chose to keep Devontae Harris, who hasn't played really at all this season, instead of Bosby. Did they just 
accidentally cut the wrong Devante? That? I can understand, but releasing the guy who came in and made a difference when Boye went down and when Basie and OJ Moutier were struggling doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You could have snuck Devontae Harris through waivers and re-signed him, but no, you let the corner go who was playing good football. Kansas City was actually 0-7 on third downs. Mahomes threw just one touchdown and was sacked four times. Should have been sacked five times, but Demarcus Walker just Daniel Jonesed himself in the backfield as Mahomes scooted away from a sack. The Broncos defense, which is about as banged up as any unit in the NFL, is still managing to play well. Bradley Chubb went completely untouched for a huge sack on third down, which is actually quite disgusting. I get it, that's classic Midwest homophobia rearing its ugly head again. No man wants to touch a chub in fear of being called gay. Grow up, Kansas City. Grow up. It's 2020. Silver lining, if the Denver defense ever gets healthy and John Elway brings Justin Simmons and Shelby Harris back with real contracts, they have a real unit out there. No Von Miller, no Jarrell Casey, Draymond Jones has been out, no Mike Purcell now, and they are still bringing the heat. Malik Reed now has four sacks in two games. The problem, unless Drew Locke starts playing better, we will be looking for silver linings until the end of time. Drew Locke can make all the throws. He has the talent. What he lacks is discipline, which causes things like footwork and pocket presence to go awry when shit gets hairy. We saw him make so many good throws against the Patriots that were ultimately dropped. That was just a week ago. And against the Chiefs, it felt like he made one good throw to Tim Patrick. I'm just glad the Broncos fired the offensive coordinator who when he finally got to work with Drew Locke after grinding through Joe Flacco and Brandon Allen had us all believing Drew Locke was the answer, was on the right track. Glad that guy's gone. Now Andy Reid said Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has a photographic memory. And that no matter how many times he is asked, Mahomes refuses to delete his nude photos of Andy Reid in his mind. Now Locke doesn't need a photographic memory when he's got announcers blaming his ball catchers when he overthrows them by 20 yards. I don't know if Fant is, is running the way we've seen him run before, that high ankle sprain, and again, he was iffy last week. He is active today, but not looking like the Fant we've seen before. That's what actually makes Drew Locke a lot like Patrick Mahomes. Now Drew Locke was available in the second round because he needs work. It's hard to feel good about Drew Locke right now because Justin Herbert looks like a god. An oddly shaped god who needs a damn haircut. But the dude is bawling for the Chargers. It's like, why the fuck is Locke not doing that? You know? Just throw some fucking touchdowns, Locke. Should we have kept Joe Flacco and stabbed him in the lungs with the painkiller to jumpstart Locke's career? Even if it didn't jumpstart Locke's career, I'd be okay with that. Why is Locke now struggling? Simple answer, Pat Shermer has made a great living at being a mediocre to really shitty offensive coordinator. Complex answer, Drew Locke might be more like Josh Allen than a QB who is NFL ready from day one. He seems like the type of quarterback who needs a lot of coaching to be the guy you can believe in every Sunday. But if you don't put the right coach with him, he's going to be the next Sam Darnold or Dwayne Haskins or Daniel Jones, who oddly played better with Pat Shermer than with whoever the hell is coaching him now.
Locke's biggest sin, though, may be taking the worst part of Peyton Manning's game and making it his own. Maybe this is symbolic of Peyton Manning and Drew Locke at their worst. But while Manning broke free from the brace into retirement, Drew Locke will break free and become the quarterback who can eventually dick punch Andy Reid into submission in a surprise twist ending. Then we had Bears-Rams for Monday Night Football. I said, well, if my Broncos let me down, maybe the Bears, the team closest in uniform colors and offensive ineptitude, can win another defensively charged, gritty game. How dare I doubt the NFC West's ability to remain the most competitive division in the league by a landslide. I'm currently lobbying for everyone to start calling the NFC West Pecs of the West, or the best Pecs travel west. The NFC Pecs, maybe? Wait, who is that for the Cardinals? I just see Pecs. Can we zoom in a little further? Oh, there it is, linebacker slash pitcher for the Cardinals, Jordan Hicks, with the life-size Kyler Murray nipple tats. Now it was nice while it lasted, Bears fans, but you can come back down to earth here with the rest of us. Table's warm. You're average, maybe worse, which I know for sure because more people were talking about the Rams punter Johnny Hecker Monday night than any player on your offense. Somehow, in terms of redheaded players, Hecker has impacted his team more than Andy Dalton. Hecker dropped all five of his punts inside the Bears' 10, earned the game ball from Sean McVay, and probably forced Pat McAfee to change into a clean pair of pants during the game. Now, while I was watching Monday Night Football with my wife, she said, is it just me, or does Jalen Ramsey have really pretty eyes? Except she didn't say that, she didn't watch the game with me, I just thought it, and I didn't know how as a straight man to properly express how pretty I think his eyes are. My eyes tell me the Rams also have a very good defense right now. The only real difference between the Rams and the Bears is the Rams have a better offensive line and a better offensive play caller. Jared Goff and Nick Foles aren't all that different. Well, except Foles is capable of beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Both played similarly, uninspiring football in this game, but Goff threw two touchdowns instead of two picks. Goff has better weapons, and if you flopped the two, I think Foles would have a 5-2 record with the Rams. Just like he still has with the Bears. We've been talking about the Bears' defense all year. Guess which D actually might be better in the most important category? the Rams, who are now allowing an NFL second best 17.7 points per game. The Bears' Mario Edwards, though, is a man. If Mario Edwards was an Italian plumber, that game would have been five minutes long, and he would have run straight through every brick wall, protruding green pipe, and occasional water level until he accidentally killed Peach when he threw Bowser right through her fucking face. Penetration, 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 penetration. The Bears have a classic cow or chicken type scenario going on. Do they not have any running backs? Or do all running backs fail there because they don't have a line? We will never know. Just like we will never know why chickens and cows sometimes mate. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm talking football a lot. More than one man really should be on any sort of platform. But your subscription, that keeps me 
from working in the service industry. The season, the football season, is in full swing. A lot like golf, but fun to watch. And the action is still unfolding, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now, because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Like clouds. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State, bet $1 on them and cash $100 if they win. That's $1 to $100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older. Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.